0: What is up, TFA fam? Welcome into another video. We appreciate you guys joining us. Uh, Robbie and I are going to be going over a bunch of Dynasty buys for the month of January. We'll probably do these every other month. Next month, too much isn't going to change. And then once rookies get involved, you know, maybe we'll do some come March. But for now, we're just going to jump into it. We're going to start off with Dynasty buy lows. And we're looking at uh, Dynasty League football's one quarterback ADP is where we're getting all this. We looked over the list, found some guys that we thought uh, are, are nice buy lows for your dynasty leagues, and that's what we're going to do. So, Robbie, I will give you the floor first. Who is one of your favorite dynasty buy lows in January's ADP?
1: Yeah, my first guy is someone that I didn't think um, I would be picking him for this, but once the ADP came out, he was too good of a value. So that's Raheem Mostert. He is running back 38 right now on DLF, I think you're going to find that a lot of injuries that happened are going to discount a lot of players. And that's no different with Raheem Mostert. But one difference with this specific situation is that if you combine all of the San Francisco running backs and their fantasy production, San Francisco actually ranked fifth best in running back fantasy production. Uh, The team averaged 28 and a half touches per game. They had 95 yards per game. They even averaged one touchdown per game. You know, so obviously the problem was they split that work between four different backs because there were so many injuries. But good news back for Raheem Mostert is Tevin Coleman's a free agent, Jarek McKinnon's a free agent, and Jeff Wilson is a restricted free agent. Now, I'm assuming that they're going to keep Jeff Wilson. I think restricted free agents more often than not, if they've produced, they're really easy, really cheap to to keep. So he's probably still going to be on the roster um, and, and we also have Hasty, um, who you remember kind of popped off for a couple weeks there. He's probably back here in 2021, but I think the other two guys are gone. So, you know, sure, M- moster turns 29 in April. So he's definitely on the older side, but we got to remember, this is kind of a, a younger 29 year old because he only has 40 total. Um, he only had 40 total carries going into his age 27 season. He only has 282 total in his career. So like, He's a guy that bounced from team to team, didn't get a lot of runs. So there's not a lot of on those tires quite yet. So I think a pair of thirds or a late second, I, this was a guy I actually did a Twitter poll on and I thought he was more at an early second value. I, I put the poll up as early second or Raheem Moser, who would you rather have? And 90% said early second. So I was way misvaluing him. And I see with the ADP that I was, he's definitely down there as a late second. Maybe you do a pair of thirds and you can get this guy. So I think he's a really cheap RB2. Um, that doesn't even cost. He costs half of an RB2 price. Um, he's a guy that pays for over 1,300 yards in 2020. That's with getting knocked out for three games. So he's definitely a guy that I think uh, you can get for a lot cheaper than than what he will produce here for 2021.
0: And I think he's clearly the most explosive back they have too. And I think he makes for a, uh, for a really interesting contender if, uh, if you're looking for someone to kind of feel a, a flex or an RB2 spot, you said that you were surprised to talk about Raheem Moser. The first guy I'm going to talk about, I am not surprised that I'm bringing up. And if you followed along with uh, with anything that I put out on Twitter or with all the redraft stuff we did, you will not be surprised by this either. And that is Tyler Boyd comes into January's ADP at wide receiver 27. It seems like we're super quick to forget that Tyler Boyd was a wide receiver one in PPR leagues through week 11, whenever Burrow went down and 2018 and 2019, he put up wide receiver 15 and wide receiver 21 seasons. And that was with Andy Dalton, Jeff Driscoll and Ryan goddamn Finley. I, I would understand this a little bit more his his ADP that is, if we were still like super worried with Burrow and him coming back from his injury, but it kind of looks like that, you know, not only is he not going to miss half the season, what we initially feared. And there was like, whenever that injury first happened, there were like whispers of like, do they just redshirt him next year and not even worry about it and get back in year three. He might be ready for the beginning of the season, or at least he's only going to miss a couple of weeks at worst at this point, so I think you know, at, at wide receiver twenty-seven, he's someone is, who's a clear buy low for me. That you can you know get that wide receiver one, wide receiver two, fringe production at wide receiver three prices, and I think that once rookie fever really starts to hit, he's going to be even cheaper. He's going to drop lower in ADP, so you might be able to get him for a mid-second come your your rookie drafts.
1: Yeah, I think that name will forever be underrated and undervalued. That's a name you've always been harping on. And I think he'll continue to be a value, especially with the ascension we've seen from T Higgins. You know, I'm going to stick with the same team, Cincinnati there, and I'm going to go Joe Mixon as my second buy low. You you and I are are obviously on that Joe Mixon uh, train. We've been on it uh, for better, for worse for the last couple of years. And in, 2020, we, we only got six games, and, and a lot of those games were actually ugly. Like, I'll, I'll just get the ugly out of the way. He averaged less than three yards per carry in all games, but one, or excuse me, all games, but two. Um, aside from a week four uh, blow-up game against Jacksonville, who we knew Jacksonville was exploitable against running backs. He had 151 and two scores, so that, you know, really, really bumped up his total numbers, but his efficiency outside of that game was really bad. Okay, so I got to get to the good news here because there is good news of why he is a dynasty by low. Uh, the first thing is, is that he's won't be 25 until July. I mean, we look at him on his second contract already. We think that normally these guys are 26, 27 years old, and we're always trying to push running backs off the cliff with their age. But he's only going to be 25 in July, so we're still look, talking about a really young asset that won't deteriorate value-wise for for a couple more years. And after receiving that new contract in 2020, he is the guy in, in Cincy. Geo is there, but not for much longer, most likely. It is he's over the age of 30. Um, you know, they had Samajet P. Ryan that, that popped off a little bit there, but you know, he's a free agent. It's basically he's going to have the backfield again. So no workload concerns. He's somebody who who's been a three down back whenever he's been on the football field, and he averages over 20 touches uh, per game over his past three seasons. So now we gotta look at how does he get better? One, I think is staying healthy. We, we're we gonna talk about a lot of guys that have injury discounts. One, you gotta stay healthy. Two, that, that offensive line needs to continue to improve. And they did. They somehow made my 2017 sixth overall rookie pick, Samaj P. Ryan, come back from the grave. So that was great to see. Too bad he's no longer on my dynasty rosters, but he had 4.8 yards per carry. So, you know, they're 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 building, right? So hopefully they continue to do that with that offensive line. So with with Joe Mixon at running back 19 in the January ADP and with uh, Travis Etienne, Najee Harris, I'm sure they will come in and leapfrog him. He's going to be pushed outside a top 20 back. And I think he's just got uh, running back one workload with running back one talent. And I'm always going to buy players with an injury discount. He's a top 12 back for me with a running back 19 price tag that's probably going to continue to drop. So he's an absolute buy low.
0: You're not going to hear any pushback from me. I I would say, though, that I would try and buy buy him before – like free agency and the draft hit because they they absolutely have to invest more into that offensive line. So I think once those pieces start to fall in place and people start to get hyped about that offense again, his price might come up a little bit. So you were kind of touching on the injury discounts and there is a couple guys that I have left who I was not expecting to talk about. I literally don't think I've ever hyped up Cortland Sutton once because he was just kind of one of those guys. Like I thought – like, yeah, he's good. I like him, but there were people that love Sutton. You couldn't like listen to a podcast last year. You couldn't read an article last year. You couldn't look at Twitter last year without somebody having a, a Cortland Sutton hot take, you know, top five wide receiver, top ten. I never got there. Like I didn't hate him, but like I was like, Well, if that's how people feel, there's no way I'm gonna be able to buy him. Well, the injury discount wins again, uh, and now it kind of seems like he's just been completely forgotten about. Like, I haven't seen any Cortland Sutton buzz, uh, you know, since the beginning of the season. Maybe that's a little bit to do with Drew Locke as well. But, you know, for someone who in his second year popped off for over a 1,000 yards and had six touchdowns, you know, with, with the absolute – dynamic duo of Joe Flacco and rookie Drew Locke, I, I think that he's someone who needs a little bit more recognition. He's sitting at wide receiver 26, right uh, right above Tyler Boyd, has an ADP of 53 and a half. If we turn the clocks back just 12 months, he was sitting right outside of that wide receiver one ranking and in terms of his ADP. And now he's dropped all the way to, like I said, wide receiver 26. I would absolutely be taking advantage of this buying window, send out some offers for him, kick the tires. You know, between his injury, the overall uncertainty of the quarterback situation kind of seems like a lot of people have cooled down on Drew Locke as well. Seems like he's going to be sticking around for another year. But if you were following along with our daily kind of training camp recaps uh, during the during the offseason that we were putting out on the fantasy authority handle they were just talking about Sutton just completely balling out every single practice, you know, just dominating their corners. Drew Locke was having a good rapport with them. And like I said, we didn't get to see it. Take advantage of the uh, of the injury discount and go out and kick the tires on Corland Sutton.
1: Talking about another wide receiver with with quarterback questions, and, and this is one that's growing more and more every day. Brandon Cooks from the Texans You know, he's wide receiver 42 in January ADP, and we haven't even gotten his what if Deshaun Watson leaves discount. If you take that into account, he might drop down to wide receiver 50, 55. Like, he might be off the map completely, and that's insane to me. This might be the most disrespected wide receiver in the entire league because all he does is put up 1,000 yards and six to seven touchdowns every single year he plays 14 or more games. Like, every single year except for last year. Um, and I believe his rookie year, which he didn't quite have that that's wild uh, value just in itself. You know, he turns 28 in September. So he, he's 27 going to be 28 by the time the season starts. And he does have a little bit of a concussion history. I think that's why a lot of people faded him this past year. You know, even with that, if we dig a little deeper with the concussion, uh, the, the worries for it. He hasn't played less than 14 games in the past five seasons. So sure, he, he, he's missed a game or two. And I think we always fear about that. Maybe that Jordan Reed you know, falls off a cliff. He's done. There's one too many hits. And I guess that risk is definitely there, which is obviously baked into his price. But even further than that, I'm taking that injury risk. Um, and, and I'm going to go ahead and get him for, for a late second or early third just to get that wide receiver two production that I don't think you'll see from a lot of people in that wide receiver 40 to 50 range so I think he's a clear outlier when you look at all the rest of those names down
0: there uh, Brandon Cooks is, is just way too cheap right now with his dynasty ADP so I'm going for the clean sweep with wide receivers I'm going to end things with Michael Pittman the rookie for the Colts I think he makes for a really interesting offseason buy after he showed some flashes there were people that were higher on him didn't really pan out he had that nice finish in the playoffs where he went five for 90 against Buffalo but other than that he popped off I think had like a 100 yard game followed that up with like a 60 yard game I believe like the the next week and a touchdown but overall just kind of a you know a so-so season from him targets I think should be opening up for Pittman you have T.Y. Hilton who's an unrestricted free agent he's 32 years old like does it really make sense I know Indy has the the cap space to be able to do it but are they going to bring back Hilton, who was, you know, up and down? Like I said, he's on the wrong side of thirty. That I, I just don't really see it. And then you have guys that are also going to be leaving. Like you have to make decisions on Zach Pascal, Moelle Cox, Trey Burton. They're all free agents. And then you're also bringing in the possibility of increased quarterback play and production with Philip Rivers. He was also on a, on a one-year deal and kind of seems like they're up in the air with him. And obviously with, with the capital that they have, they've been linked to guys like Wentz, you know, Deshaun Watson would be super sexy, but I don't see him going, you know, in division like that. But either way, you have a, you have a second year receiver with available targets opening up and uh, you know, the, the increase of the quarterback position, because I don't really see the Colts kind of taking a, a rookie and, you know, letting him come along. I, I think they, they make a splash, in the quarterback market so yeah I really like
1: the the sophomore pick there I think we we talked about injury discount I think the next thing you'll you'll always see in in dynasty leagues is that sophomore discount once these new rookies come pouring in I think people like Michael Pittman Jalen Rager some of these rookies that maybe had a couple flashes but didn't totally go off we'll see a ton of those values um, in your dynasty adp so that's a great call with michael pittman
0: that is going to do things for the dynasty buy lows for january 2021 drop a comment let us know who you're buying let us know your thoughts on our buys and if you're not yet subscribed please be sure to do so and we'll talk to you guys soon